You're listening to Improving Business, where personal and business finance take a front row seat. I'm Brandon. And this is Rick. And today we'll be talking about how to plan travel smartly like Thor Haraldal in the Contiki. It's vacation planning time. It's that time of the year. Um, so uh, we're doing a podcast today about how to plan travel. Uh, we talked a little bit about Airbnb scams uh, in a previous podcast. So that's about where to book your travel and to be very careful. But now we'll touch on uh, how to financially plan a vacation and not ruin it. And we'll be talking about one of the greatest planned travel experiences uh, of all time, uh, certainly one of the most amb- ambitious, which was the Kong Tiki Raft uh, from Peru to Polynesia. I want Thor Heyerdahl's uh, uh, travel agent. <laughs> it was him. It was him. <laughs> he did it himself. It was a guy that was running the jib. <laughs> he was exactly. a travel agent. He sent me on it the It was the boy. guy who cut down the trees with, with him. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, uh, the Contiki Expedition was a 1947 journey uh, by raft across the Pacific Ocean from South America to the Polynesian Islands. Um, Why would anyone do that, you have to ask yourself, on a raft um, made of balsa wood? Uh, And that was because uh, the explorer and writer, of course, these crazy explorers uh, named Thor Heyerdahl, um, had an idea. He must have trouble filling out forms, you know, with that name. (laughs) Well, Thor, you know. Thor, yeah, right. It carries that. Oh, they used the hammer well on that raft, right? Yeah, I don't know if they brought (laughs) any. I don't know how Thor was with oars. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) um, the reason Herdal did this is because he believed that people from South America could have settled Polynesia in pre-Columbian times. So he thought that um, instead of coming from Asia and coming over that way, that um, people from South America settled Polynesia. And it was uh, sort of a, an idea, a theory that didn't have a lot of traction. So uh, it being the 40s, right, and people uh, just being let's do it people, um, he just decided to prove it by building a raft out of materials from South America and technology of the time and sailing there and doing it and basically proving everyone wrong by actually doing it himself. Yeah, you know, and he he believed basically is that people sailed uh, from Peru to Polynesia mm-hmm. around 500 A.D., somewhere around then was the time that they were Something looking at. Something around that. And um, that's pretty amazing. I, I mean, I don't know if, what, what tipped him off when he was in Polynesia. Maybe he found some luggage tags from uh, 500 <laughs> <Yep>. A.D. <laughs> um, well, and so uh, Herdal named this raft the Contiki after the Inca sun god uh, Viracocha or Viracocha. I'm not sure exactly how you pronounce that. Lea uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, apparently, Contiki was an older name uh, for Viracocha. Viracocha wouldn't fit um, on the sail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's it was too long. He didn't want to buy as many vowels. So, right. um, so basically, uh, he and some uh, adventuring buddies uh, did it. They built this uh, 
raft out of balsa wood. They had a little sail on it. They built, I think, a little hut. I remember reading this book when I was 13. Uh, they built a little hut on it so that they could um, uh, stay out of the weather. Um, and they did have some modern equipment, such as a radio, in case they got in trouble mm-hmm. <laughs> in this tiny yeah. raft in the middle of the uh, Pacific Ocean. They had watches and charts and sextants and metal knives. Um, but Herdahl argued that th- you could have done all this with you know, non-metal knives and by just navigating with the stars, but he just like, I guess, didn't want to learn how to do that. So he was like, we're just want to wind up up in Costa Rica. Exactly. (laughs) You have to pay the exit tax (laughs) to come home. Yeah, we talked about last time. Better than the air tax. Um, But anyway, uh, so the Contiki expedition was funded by private loans. He got loans to do this along with donations uh, from the United States Army. They gave him some equipment. Uh, and so he and a small team went to Peru uh, and built uh, a, a raft with the help of Peruvian authorities out of balsa logs and other native materials. I remember uh, reading part of it about them weaving their own rope that they would, you yeah. know, out of, out of vines. And they the trip began on April 28, 1947, and Herdal and five companions sailed the raft for 101 days. 101 days on this raft, over uh, 4,000 miles across the Pacific Ocean before smashing into the reef at uh, Rearoa in the Tuamotu Islands uh, in August 7th. So April 28th, August 7th, uh, 1947, and they did it. You know, I, I can see him, I can see Thor going to Hans and saying, I need a loan. And then Hans is <laughs> like, well, what for? Well, I'm, I'm taking a vacation. And where <laughs> are you going? Uh, Polynesia. Really? Somewhere. Oh, that's great. What, whatever, whatever Polynesian island we hit first. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> are you flying? Uh, no, a, a boat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is it? Like a, like a cruise ship? Uh, you could say that. <laughs> It's it's a micro cruise ship. It's artisan. <laughs> well, something that I remember from the book was um, my favorite story from it uh, was that they they kept hearing things one night just hitting the boat, uh-huh. and they were in the middle of the ocean, like in the middle, you know, nothing around, and they heard these like squelching sounds. It had to be Hans which, trying to get his money back. <laughs> coming out of the ocean and it turns they go outside to see what's going on and one of the guys gets hit in the face by this slimy thing and he's like what's going on and it it was uh jump uh sailing fish uh uh, flying fish oh yeah yeah and they actually caught some and uh, because they would land on the boat and they you know cooked them (laughs) so apparently they were running out of supplies and it was a, a real interesting story wow so the first thing we like to tell you to do is to make a plan on how you're going to pay for this trip before you leave. <laughs> Don't uh, get a loan from your friend. Yeah, right, right Hans is out of money. <laughs> Don't ask him. Yeah. Don't ask him. He's 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 broke. You know. I was like, I wonder if he paid him back. He probably paid him back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. At least uh, with some of the book royalties. Yeah, yeah. You know that had that had to be that had to be uh, a and loan. a movie too, right? That had to be a loan at a pub. I, mean, I can't see yeah. him getting those loans unless he was at a pub, a drinking pub. That had to, that had to be a that had to be a bar bet. Yes, that right. was like riding on a, a thing of darts or whatever. <laughs> or I don't know what what do they what do they play in in Scandinavia with a name like Thor? I don't know hammer hammer toss. Hammer yes, yeah, almost like those um, uh, those hatchets that they throw. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
So anyway, so pick your destination based on your budget. Don't try to adjust your budget based on your destination. And what I mean by that is don't say, gosh, I'd really like to go to Paris. But you got a budget that'll only get you as far as Omaha. So yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Omaha. Good stakes. That's right. <laughs> so that's the first thing. Another thing is make sure you have enough vacation time and not leaving during a season where you normally would make more money. That's what a lot of people don't know. You know, it's very interesting. Uh, let's say if you're a plumber mm -hmm. and uh, you are uh, maybe, you know, when your grandfather, the plumber, he used to talk about that um, January and February were always the low months because people don't have any money because the tax is coming up. Yeah, so they would let things drip. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, don't if you're in a company that has seasonal business, you can't leave at that time, and no matter how good the vacation is. And maybe if you don't leave during the time when you have a high season, it may be the time when the airfares are low. So you might actually yeah, be getting a benefit. Yeah, I had this similar thing when I worked in a restaurant that had a big uh, Christmas business. We oh, actually yeah. weren't allowed to take any time off during the entire month of December, yeah. except for Christmas Day. That was the one year that everyone had off. Yeah, well, can you imagine if I took off during tax season? I had no clients to get back. <laughs> I know exactly. Where's my tax return? Well, and the other thing to Tahiti. think about. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> oh, the other thing to think about is uh, making in making sure you have enough vacation time. Uh, just like the Contiki, uh, it took a little longer than they thought. So always leave yourself uh, a little cushion on either side. That's something else I've noticed. Yeah. Your boss uh, will be. A lot less angry if you're home early than they will be if you're right. home late. Yeah. The last thing as far as planning is, you know, financing is that, you know, Thor Heyerdahl, as we talked about, acquired loans from some <laughs> – he's a great salesman. Yeah, uh, must be. And uh, he also got some uh, equipment donated by the U.S. Army. And also uh, he had these free Peruvian uh, dockyard facilities where he could build this thing. I wouldn't think he would need that big of a dry dock, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know, you you actually floated on those balsa wood timber in the Amazon. Remember that? Oh yeah, that floated. Well, I mean, those ones were a little waterlogged, but. Well, I mean, that's you know, gave me an idea of what he was he was up against. So he was up know, against. I remember right. floating down, ride, riding a balsa log down the Amazon. Yeah, that's right. And well, then the guy what, going, the, the we are, we actually do have caimans. <laughs> yeah, as, right. As we're in the water. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> uh, the second thing is, if you have to put things on a credit card, uh, initially plan on how to pay it off quickly, while incurring a minimum amount of interest. So, you know, and I've done this. You know, we've had. You know, we're going on a big vacation this year uh, with all you guys to Hawaii, and I just stuck a lot of stuff on the credit card. And if we can't pay it all off this month, then we'll cut back on certain things. Uh, so that we can pay for it um, over the next two months, for example. So we'll incur some interest, but it won't be a lot. And it's not like you would keep your regular credit card spending level. As it would usually be you have to cut back, like not go out to dinners and, and not buy these appliances, not buy different things, not go to Starbucks. And mm -hmm. this way you can uh, make sure that you can pay that credit card off and only incur a little bit of interest. But you could also look at deals in, in banks and things like that because banks, uh, sometimes they have credit card deals that you might be able to uh, do something with. And, uh, uh, you know, Horadol, you know, he had a good loan. You know, what can you say? You, 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 unless you have a Hans in your life that's going to finance you. But then again, you're in debt again. So, you know. You know you, so you, you come yeah, back right. 
I, I bet Hans was waiting on the beach. Yeah, that's right. Here he <laughs> when was. he showed up. Where's that's my right. There money? he was. One of the biggest things that we can suggest if you're going abroad is to download an app for currency conversion. Um, that way you will understand how much you're spending. I mean, I, I've known so many people who, you know, went to visit Europe and paid for things on credit cards and then didn't factor in the fact that the pound or, or the euro is worth more than the American dollar and then had a whole bunch of money due that they didn't expect. Um so at least right now when we're recording a euro about is a, is a dime more than a US dollar and a yen is about one US cent and a pound is about 50 cents more than a dollar. Uh, but you don't want to have all these written down before you leave. You want to have up to the minute uh, ideas of what currency is. Yeah, battery powered calculator. You know, It's just so easy now with these phones. You know, they, yeah. just, they just do it, this app. It's amazing. But you have to make sure that you have a budget plan, I mean, a, a, an information plan while you're there. Yeah. If you're going to use your oh, phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make sure. All of a sudden, you come back and there's a, a $2,000 phone bill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oops. Uh, a fourth thing is uh, make sure you match your budget to your personalities. You know, it's if you're traveling with your family or with uh, friends, you know, there may be excursions where you just don't like to do it. Some people may not like to hike. You know, some people might mm -hmm. be more leisurely. Some people might like to do things like uh, go to the tequila place. You know, the tequila, I think your mom did that. Yeah, but the idea is if you're going to do those things, don't force them on everyone. Don't make everyone go. Yeah. You know, if you're taking a road trip and someone doesn't like hikes, that might be a great time to not be with that person that you're stuck yeah. in the car with the whole time. Unless it's your sister. <laughs> what do you mean? She, she loves hikes? She has to come, whether she doesn't uh, want to go or not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have to go on a hike in, in, in Hawaii. Uh, the, the, the fifth thing is um, search the internet widely for deals on air, hotels, and rent-a-cars. Uh, we've been we doing this a lot. We talked about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that in the Airbnb and scams. Be careful. Mm -hmm. We. If you you know don't know about this, check out our Airbnb podcast where we talked about scams and how you can get scammed and how you can um, prevent that. Uh, Travelocity, Hotels.com, Hotwire. There are so many out there. And one thing that I learned actually from your brother, Devin, um, he told us to use our Sapphire card from Chase and to try to book everything we can through that. So you go to the Chase website and the bank account and you go to Sapphire Rewards, and you can book travel and all these different things through there. And you get points, and you get discounts. And that was new. So we're, we're going to do the rent-a-car hmm. through that. Wow. Uh, another thing that a lot of people don't think about, because you know when you're traveling, you are usually exhausted because you're trying to see everything, is that um, you still have to shop around while you're there. So don't go to the first restaurant. Google uh, or use other sites to find discount meals while you travel. Uh, you'll also, you know, Yelp is a great thing to to find out how much things cost, but also how much locals like them, which is uh, you're looking for an authentic experience. You know, you might as well find one that's cheap and uh, in your budget and isn't just a tourist rat trap. How do you say Yelp in a, you're a Polynesian? <laughs> how do you, 
what's Yelp in Polynesia? <laughs> well, there's a lot of different languages there, so. Oh, okay. It's probably Yelp. It's probably, okay. <laughs> Just like fax is fax in Mexico, you know? Oh, wow. Uh, you know, you, your mom used to do really well. She used to use the Fedora and the Fromers books. This is before oh, we yeah. had handheld For the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Where uh, the handheld device was a book. That's right. That's right. You're listening to Improving Business, where personal and business finance take a front row seat. We'd like to thank our sponsor today, Rick E. Norris, an accountancy corporation, for helping support this show. And if you have any emails or questions that you want to send us, as other people have been sending them in, uh, send them to rick at improvingbusiness.com. That's improv with a hyphen, ing business.com. Now it's time for our tax tales. Tax tales, tax tales, tax tales, tax tales, tax tales. Tax tales, a woo. And since we're talking about travel today, we thought we'd sort of do a shotgun approach, uh, do certain uh, small tax tales from different places. So uh, first off, on unusual ta- uh, travel taxes, Japan has an animal health inspection tax, and that applies even if you have no pets. <laughs> I guess you're the animal that they're referring They've to. They've seen me eat. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, France, there's a France solidarity tax on a flight from Paris. Oh, why don't uh, they just call that the Bastille tax? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Let's get down to Bastille tax. <laughs> Stupid. Um, there's a noise cancellation charge from any flight from Amsterdam. I guess they their airport's so close to the rest of the city that they have some sort of futuristic noise-canceling <laughs> beam for the planes. Uh, there's a Costa Rica common area user charge just for using the common areas. Oh. <laughs> there's a <laughs> Italy so city... Common. Ca- uh, yeah. Well, well, they are common. It's a common tax. There's an Italy uh, city council tax for <laughs> traveling in Italy to pay, I guess, the, the funds for their city councils. <laughs> Those are called kickbacks. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's an Aruba special f- uh, facility liability charge, I guess, if you use the bathrooms. <laughs> it's a liability, I, yeah. I guess. Uh, they, they have Reminds me of the Turkish to- toilets in, in, uh, in Spain. You know, it's just a hole in the ground. <laughs> that's a liability. <laughs> yeah. That is a liability. Uh, and there's apparently a Cayman Island... Uh, tax name not available. It costs five dollars and uh, forty nine cents. Why not? Why not? They couldn't afford to. They couldn't they afford could, to name it. They need the tax for the ink. <laughs> That's what it's for. If it would have charged you six bucks. They could have been able to write a name. <laughs> <laughs> Now is the time of our show for our takeaways, where we tell you what specific steps you can take to implement what we've been talking about on the podcast. And uh, first off, make a plan on how you'll pay for this trip before you leave. You don't want to end up uh, like Thor in the middle of the ocean <laughs> running out of money. Where are we? I mean, <laughs> where are we? Oh, no, we ran out of money for food. I guess we'll just eat these uh, flying fish. <laughs> you may not be so lucky. So make sure you have a plan on how to pay for the trip before you leave. Number two, if you have to put it on a credit card initially, plan on how to pay it off quickly and with, and only incur the minimum amount of interest. 
so kind of plan it out. One payment, two payment, three payments. Do not pay the minimum payment. <laughs> no. That's uh, the way to get all the interest. Uh, third, going abroad, make sure to download an app for currency conversion so you know how much you're actually spending. I'd also add to that, uh, make sure to search for places to convert your currency that have good rates because they do vary depending on where they are, if they're in the airport. you know. Uh, I would also say Google for that, not only so you know how much your currency is worth, but realizing how much you're going to have to pay to get it converted. Number four, make sure you match your budget to your personalities. You know, you can waste a lot of money if you're forcing people to do things they don't want to do. You just go yeah. find alternatives. If you're not foodies, don't go to the fancy restaurant. Just find the cheapest burger joint. Right. And uh, last, uh, speaking of burger joints, use Google and other sites to figure out discount meals while you travel. Uh, don't start. Uh, don't stop your uh, shopping around uh, before you. Uh, go on your trip, make sure to keep shopping around while you're there. If there's one thing you have to take away from today's podcast, it's that planning smartly and not emotionally can help you enjoy your vacation and keep you from sinking into the middle of the sea. <laughs> or a reef. <laughs> or a reef, running aground on a reef. We have our email uh, from one of the, our listeners today that we're going to answer. It's from Julie. And uh, she says, I want to go into a pastry business with my sister. What advice do you have? Sounds like a sticky business, you know. After, you know, did you see what I made last night? No. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, it looked delicious. Yeah, they have this uh, strawberry shortcake with real shortcake like they have at uh, Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, it actually came out really good. It took a while. It took a lot longer. Yeah, Cheesecake Factory, the place that invented strawberry shortcake. That's right. They're known for it. Yeah. <laughs> Just like they have their right. the Cheesecake Factory. They Jeez. actually, yeah, they used to actually serve it to the guy that sailed across the uh, the Pacific in 500 AD. But, uh, oh, yeah. Um, so anyway, Julie, so what do you? the first thing I suggest is to have a contract. Even though it's your family member, have a contract. Have all the terms out. Who's going to do what? How much time are you going to put in? Who's, who's responsibility? That is very important. Some of the best family businesses that I know um, are those that have a contract because people understand and they save the family. <laughs> yeah. So if you need an attorney uh, to do that, fine. Uh, you could go to LegalZoom. There are documents out there. It's a little more risky because uh, you don't have somebody looking it over. But again, it's just family and you really want to really get these terms out. And understand them, and especially like buyouts. You know, let's say somebody says, "I don't want in. I don't want in this anymore." What do we do? So you may have like a provision in there that says uh, we should get a third party that would value the business, and um, we'll we'll pay for it, both of us. Yeah, the last thing you want to do is be quibbling with money over family. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Family I mean, quickly. family and money—it's the worst. So, uh, yeah, I would suggest um, not putting raisins in too many things because most people don't like them. That's what I'd suggest. Or, nut, or nuts for you. Right? Oh, yeah. Because you're allergic to them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all we have for today's show. Thank you for listening. Uh, tune in next week when we'll tell you how to spend your money while on vacation, uh, while you're actually there. Uh, but until then, uh, I'm Brandon. And this is Rick. Have a nice night. Bye now. Thanks for listening. Our music for this podcast was composed and produced by Devin S. Norris. If you like what you hear and would like to have custom music for any of your projects, contact him at devinsnorris.com. 